Hello, and welcome to the Rooted in Reliability podcast, your plant performance podcast, where we dive deeper into asset management techniques and know-how. I'm your host, James Kovacic, and I will be your guide to achieving industry best practice. The Rooted in Reliability podcast is here to provide you with the insights to improve plant performance and deliver bottom line results to your organization. In case you missed the last episode, you can find the Rooted in Reliability podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and on the reliability.fm network. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Now let's dive into today's topic. It is my pleasure to welcome back Ryan Chan to the podcast. Welcome back, Ryan. Great to be here. So welcome back to the podcast. And for those that are not familiar with you, you are the founder of Upkeep. Uh, you've also done a lot of work around online communities, sharing knowledge, webinars, all kinds of great work to provide knowledge to the wider maintenance and reliability community. Although super brief, what can you tell us about yourself and Upkeep? All right. So a little bit about me. I went to Cal Berkeley, chemical engineer. My first job was working in a manufacturing plant. I saw how much, I saw a big opportunity of how we can improve technology that was currently used in my manufacturing plant. So I said, hey, I want to build better software for maintenance technicians, facility managers, reliability engineers. And that's what I uh, transitioned into. Saw this big opportunity for building better software, mobile software for you know, workforce collaboration, asset management, and parts inventory management. And that's what Upkeep is all about. Over the past five years, since working in a manufacturing plant for a little bit, we've grown the team quite a bit. The team right now is about 120 people, all 100% dedicated towards building better maintenance software. And um, we have the opportunity to service over 3,000 customers all across the globe. It's been fantastic. You know, on top of something, on top of just building software and technology, we put a huge emphasis on building better online and um, digital communities, which is, uh, I think, what we're going to be touching on here today. Uh, we put a huge emphasis on that because we saw a big need in the, in the entire industry that we thought we could play a vital role in, in doing three main things. One, educating, providing resources and education online uh, resources to people wanting to learn more about maintenance, reliability, how to improve their careers. We saw a big opportunity in improving connection as well. What we realized is there are a lot of companies, a lot of departments that are siloed, and we thought the best way to build um, you know, connection was actually through digital online platforms. We wanted to do that through community. And then the third thing that we said we wanted to do, um, do for this uh, community was all centered around doing good for the community, um, doing good for the industry. We saw a, a big need for just shining a sp spotlight on the critical, important work that uh, we think maintenance reliability does. And you know, those are the three core pillars of our community and why we started it. All right. Excellent. Now, you started this community and it's on Slack, correct? That's right. It's all on Slack. Uh, people thought the first question we got was, what the heck is Slack? <laughs> um, and how have you seen that grown or how has that pandemic impacted that community that you started? Oh, man, it's it's been crazy. Uh, and like I mentioned, the first question when we first started this, it was actually a bet that we had placed at the beginning of last year, 2020. Um, we basically said, we want to build the largest online digital community. And we're going to do it on this thing called Slack. And the first thing that we, when we were rolling out this community, the first thing that people ask is, what, what the heck is Slack? 
Slack is kind of like a group collaboration tool. It's a messaging platform for mainly teams and businesses. And we said we wanted to increase the, um, the rate at which people can send a question and get a response to it. So we started it all on Slack. And what we realized was that people in the industry are just craving um, these three things, you know, connection, um, doing good for the community, and also education. The, the pandemic and COVID has really accelerated uh, all of this growth that we've seen. The over 5,000 community members that we've had all came. I think a lot of it came because of COVID. What we started seeing is that a lot of professionals had to work from home. A lot of our customers were starting to see, you know, half of their workforce get pushed to, to work from home. And now that they are working from home, they have access to you know, computer or laptop, and they have the ability to go onto you know, messaging platforms like Slack where they can go in and ask a question and get community response to it. So we saw a huge explosion of just like tons of people rushing into this online digital community that we kind of started with, with a hypothesis and it grew into something that I think is truly remarkable. But you know, at the same time, I think it's just a small piece of what I think it can be, but, but really COVID has accelerated this move towards digital platforms, community building on, you know, on the platform that we use, which is Slack. Yeah, absolutely. I think the pandemic has accelerated a lot of, a lot of different ways people learn. And speaking of that, how has the pandemic shifted the traditional learning model from what you guys have seen? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting, right? Like we talked about, uh, you know, most people prior to COVID, it was all you, you learn on the job, you learn on site, you learn by, you know, the person that's been in the industry that has been working at that company for a decade or more, basically telling you, this is how you should do things. And now because of COVID and um, because of this whole pandemic, there's been a huge opening towards remote learning, remote work, remote communication. And I think what we're starting to see and what we have already started to see is that we're, we're starting to see this rapid migration to the cloud, people going to school, learning virtually. Um, and, and it's, it's pretty remarkable because what that hap- what happens is instead of just learning from that one person or two people, 10 people that have been at that company for the past decade, you're opening up the possibilities of extending knowledge, um, learning from other people. And that could be hundreds of miles away, you know, thousands of miles away that face very similar problems as you. And we started seeing that in the community. Um, what happened with people go into our community, say they've got a question. Oh, how do I, how do I, what are the best KPIs to look at? You know, um, tracking KPIs for, for my maintenance team. You know, now that question, it's not just about, what the company has done, what this one individual has done over the past 10 years working at this company, now we start getting and generating these community responses across you know, people work in different industries, same industry, um, companies nearby, companies thousands of miles away. And it gives you know everyone in the community more perspective. So we're really seeing this like accelerated learning model, which I think is so positive for our industry. Yeah. And I really think this online community has allowed people to, like you said, learn online, solve similar problems that others around have, um, learn from people. So they're not trying to figure it out on their own. You know, let's learn from others who have lived through that pain. Um, But how have you really seen this community help the professionals? Is it helping with the professional development piece or is it just targeting specific problems at the plant? How is it really helping everyone? 
Yeah, it kind of goes back to the the same thing that that you know this accelerated learning and giving people more exposure to different people, different industries, um, who ultimately are facing a lot of the same problems. You know, we had a lot of discussions in our community around, you know, how has your businesses adapted to all the new COVID restrictions? And what enable what that enables is, you know, our communities really learn from one another. And that wasn't possible in the past. And you know, oftentimes you don't have that connectedness where you could say, hey, how's your company dealing with, you know, the in-office or, you know, in-plant workforce density? Um, you know, prior you have really just one person to go to. But now, because we have this community, you've got 5,000 people who are facing the exact same problem at the exact same time. How that's helped, I, I could just imagine we've had so many success stories of people just saying, hey, this has really helped me. This has really helped me you know, find you know, 10 different, uh, give me exposure into how 10 different companies are handling their COVID response and what we can do about it and what we can do to make our response even better. It's really, really awesome. And ultimately, this is only possible because we had this hypothesis that, hey, if we move everyone to this digital online community, people will be open enough to share and want to not only share, but also help others. And I think that that hypothesis was proven in the first like, you know, first few days of starting this online community. What we realized is that people really do just want to help one another. It's It's not about like, you know, hey, our plant's doing it the best. It's this is because of COVID and it is a worldwide pandemic. Um, everyone wants to do what's best for for the world, and it's been really cool to see that. It's been really cool to see our community step up. It's been really cool to be able to help connect people in our industry that often, you know, were were siloed in just their company, just their department. Yeah, I think this community has always been open to sharing. It's just, and this is a quick, easy way. You don't have to put these long formal posts together. You can put quick messages in place. You can respond to that. You can look at all these different channels specific to what you want to focus on. It makes it super easy. Um, now, I think one of the other things that this channel has helped people with, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, working home from home, alone over the pandemic is challenging sometimes. And I think that this channel has given people an opportunity to not feel so alone in doing that. Have you noticed that? Has anything like that come up? Absolutely. You know, the, especially in the very beginnings of, of COVID, you know, basically forced everyone to shut down It forced everyone to, to work from home. And a lot of people in our industry, James, you know, this very well, uh, are typically not, work from home employees. So the, the move towards working remotely is actually was very foreign. It was very different. And oftentimes they could feel disconnected from their team. They could feel disconnected from what's going on. And the sense of, you know, let's call it loneliness is, I think, just exacerbated by everything, you know, all of the COVID restrictions, you know, in their personal lives too. And so what we did was created this community. And I, I think what we've seen and what we've heard, what we've um, you know, experienced was that it enabled people to connect, connect, it enabled people to connect at a personal level. And it's been really cool to see that it's been, um, you know, ultimately we talk about this education piece. It helped build not just people wanting to help one another, educate one another, but also it, it gave a sense of camaraderie between, and it gives people a sense of camaraderie between people who are trying to solve and tackle the same exact problems. 
And because of that, that's something that I'm like truly, truly excited by, happy about that we are able to start this and build this forum for, for other people in our community. It's, it's been really cool to see. And again, like I mentioned, James, like we have 5,000 people in our community. I think we've just scratched the surface because a lot of people, you know, this too, a lot of people are, are, are you know, want to help, want to do good for the community, are cert- seeking to, to learn from other people, but don't exactly know where to go. And, you know, again, I think we just scratched the surface. We've got a long road ahead of us, but it's one that I'm really excited about, about building, you know, this digital online community for the maintenance reliability workforce across the entire globe. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, like you said, that camaraderie, that willingness to share, having a place to go and find that information is very, very helpful. Now, do you see share, people sharing more now than before the pandemic or is it shifted? What do you think? Absolutely. Um, it's, it's kind of funny in the beginning, you know, it was, it was difficult with, you know, every single day you turn on the news, something bad happens. And oftentimes, you know, for me personally, it was feeling quite overwhelmed. You kind of had to shut up the news for a while. Um, but you know, obviously this is the new normal. It's what we've talked about, um, across the board. We've spoken to, you know, several, uh, thought leaders, industry analysts, uh, you know, from Gartner and big companies, and what they're saying is that this is the new normal. Um, we are transitioning to, it's kind of accelerated this transition to the digital world. And we're starting to see more and more people more permanently work from home. And so when we talk about like, you know, do we see more people starting to share more, learn more online? This is, this is a fact. This is, this is truly the new normal. And what we're starting to see now is more people being okay with getting online, moving towards digital communities, learning online. And that's something that obviously I'm very, very excited by. I think our, our community is just one of the many, many online digital resources out there. But I think what it has really done is opened up the eyes of what's possible when you move towards these remote settings, when you remote move to these digital settings. One, you can attract really, really strong talent across the entire globe, regardless of whether they're there just in your, you know, small geographic, let's call it 30, 40 miles away. Um, now you can start attracting people and talent all across the world, thousands of miles away. It's really, really cool to see that. I think two is, um, because the world and our, I, I feel like our industry has started to shift and be okay a little bit more with, you know, the, the digital online presence. I think you're going to start seeing this acceleration for knowledge transfer, learning from other people, other companies. And yeah, to, to both of our businesses, James, we've, we've seen, um, us move from just, you know, going to a bunch of trade shows now to hosting online events and, you know, when we talk about education, learning, um, you know, these online events that we've now been, been able to hold and the, that we have held, you know, in the past we get, you know, 200, 300, 500 people to come to an event, you know, we get everyone crammed into a small little conference. Um, now we can get 5,000 people. We get 10,000 people. We could scale infinitely because now they don't have to fly in. And what I think we're going to see and what we have already started seeing is you know, people learning from digital online platforms. It's really cool. I'm excited. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Iridicio. Be sure to check out Iridicio's IBL Blended Learning for Maintenance and Reliability Professionals. 
This SMRP accredited project-based curriculum will take you through all aspects of a maintenance and reliability program and provides you with all the tools you need to generate a 30 times return on investment for your organization and a set of credentials from the University of Tennessee for you. You can find out more at ibltraining.com. Do you think that that type of learning is more effective than traditional learning, less effective? What do you think? Oh, good question. Is it more effective, less effective? I'm, I'll, be, I'll be transparent here, James. I, I don't think it's as effective when you learn online. For, for, for whatever reason, I, I think, you know, all of us know, you know, when you're in a classroom, you, you learn um, not just by hearing the material, but seeing it, practicing it, putting it into your, your hands and turning the wrenches and whatnot. Like you, you won't, you won't ever get the 100% same exact type of knowledge when, you know, it's right in front of you. You have a wrench in front of your, uh, in your hand and you're, you're turning wrenches. Um, but I, I, so it's, it's never going to re- fully replace, let's call it, the in-person learning that I think is so critical. But what I do think it will do is increase exposure, broaden our, the way that we think about, you know, education learning. And what it is going to do for us is it's going to ultimately push us to, um, expand our horizons and think a little bit bigger. Uh, but, but to that point, you know, it's, it's never going to replace the in-person learning. And, you know, obviously that's why we, we still have these, uh, you know, in-person uh, sessions where you go on site and you, you, you walk the, the plant with the entire team. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, there are some aspects of it that, you know, make it more effective. There are some aspects that make it less effective. Going out there with the team, that camaraderie, um, you know, putting your hands on things, there's significant advantages to that. At the same time, you know, being able to learn on your own time, your own pace, you know, there's huge advantages to that as well. Um, it does, you know, traditional in class doesn't work for some people due to a variety of reasons. Do they have young kids at home? Do they have a job, regular job during the day that they're trying to upskill on their own after the fact, there's all these different factors. So I think, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. And I think, you know, online learning versus traditional classroom, once again, there's pros and cons and really what makes most sense for each individual person, I think is very, very important there. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of a balancing act, right? Like you're never going to get 100% of what you could get in person, but if you could get 90% of what you could get in person online, but then you can broaden that education to 10, 10 times as many people. Well, Hey, that's, that's a huge win, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. That is a huge, huge win. Um, now what other advantages are there to being part of this online community? You know, there's the camaraderie, there's the sharing piece. What else comes with that? So we always talk about those three things, right? One is like doing good for the industry. What we've seen a lot is that, you know, through joining this community, um, you're you're doing good for the industry. You're getting more people excited about coming into our industry, which is often, you know, very little shared, actually. You know, I I know, James, we're kind of in this small bubble, what's... bubble where it seems like every single day, every single LinkedIn post, it's like reliability, this reliability, that, but if you go outside of, of the small bubble, um, and what you realize is that very few people are actually talking about it. So I think what we're doing and one of the biggest advantages is we're getting more people excited by it. The more that we talk about it, the more that we, 
um, surface what we're doing, how we're doing it, posting it online where you know 10,000 people can see it gets people excited about the industry. And I think we'll do great for the industry um, in the next coming years. You know, we've talked about this skills gap and, um, you know, the, the younger generation entering and not entering this workforce. We're, I, I'm personally really excited about what it means for the industry as a whole. And secondly, you know, personal education, you're going to learn from some really, really awesome, smart people that have been in the industry for a long time that have experienced so much and have been part of, you know, groundbreaking, uh, movements in our industry. And it's, it's just really cool to see the level of education that people can get and, and learn from. And then, you know, obviously the last thing here is being part of a community helps build that camaraderie. You know, it's, it's, uh, whenever you're stuck on a problem, you want more perspective, uh, ask and post a simple question. Uh, and I guarantee you, We've seen people get like 10 responses in the first hour. It's, it's it's just really, really cool to see that. And obviously, it's not us pushing everyone to to respond. This is truly people just wanting to do good. People wanting to share what they've learned and um, help others. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of the benefits of being part of the part of the community. And ultimately, if if these are interesting to you, and also be a part of helping further push. Uh, uh, maintenance, reliability, best practices, and help get a chance to help other people as well. And I think one of the other advantages, at least I have seen, is you know, as part of the community you're talking about specifically, is there's a lot of content that is shared as well. So whether it's someone from your team or some or uh, one of the other individuals in the community, they find a good topic, whether it's a podcast, a blog, an article, whatever, they're sharing it out there so everyone can see that resource. Um, and it's not just, you know, from one specific source, you guys are taking the best from all the different sources and sharing that out there. And I think that's a huge advantage for multiple reasons. Um, one of it is, you know, everyone has different perspectives. So how one person explains something might not resonate with someone, but a different perspective to it might resonate. So by sharing all those different sources and the, all that different content, I think that definitely helps people get a better understanding of that topic. So I think that is one of the big things I've seen from the community is the sharing of these resources. And it's mm -hmm. not just answering questions. It's all the different content types out there. Absolutely. And for us, what we said with this community is this is not an upkeep community. This is not like the you know, upkeep maintenance management. This is not a technology company. This is the maintenance community. We want to find and pull and pull together the best resources out there and share it with the, the community. This is truly the maintenance reliability community. This is not an upkeep community. This is not, you know, a technology uh, community. Uh, we, we, we basically want to do what's, what's best for the people in our industry. This is the maintenance community. Yep, absolutely. Now, how does one join this community? Yeah, super, super easy. Again, like there, there are so many other communities out there. So I don't want to just say like, you know, hey, this is the only community out there. Um, but if you want to join ours, the maintenance community, it's super easy. Uh, you go to upkeep.org. Uh, there's a quick form to sign up and apply. It's free. Um, you'll get an invitation to your email to join the Slack group. It literally takes minutes. You can join the community and learn a ton. Uh, and connect with the over 5,000 different uh, people that we have in, in the maintenance community. It's really cool. People all across the entire world. And, um, you know, come in, join the, join the conversation. And we'd love to have you. 
Yeah, and I think one of the other big things too with that is you don't have to download special software or anything. If you want, you obviously can download the Slack app. Um, but for those that have company computers that you can't download stuff, you can do it purely on the web. You don't have to have specific apps. So I think that's another advantage as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what successes have you seen with the online community? Yeah, I mean, so many, but obviously there's over 5,000 community members that you know have just join because they've heard about it from their friends. We've held over 30 free webinars for people. I think the number is probably closer to 40 by now, actually, where these are just like weekly webinars that we hold. It's people who said, Hey, I want, I, I've got a topic that, you know, is top of mind for me that I'd love to share and showcase the rest of the group. Um, and we, we put together and host these webinars. We host these um, fireside chats. We host these Q and A's from people. It, it, it's really, really cool. On top of that, we also held our maintenance carnival, which was a family event where we had two different tracks, one for families and one for, you know, the let's call it like maintenance reliability professional um, where we held these uh, one was for, you know, Hey, if you wanted to meet Santa, if you wanted to, uh, go take pictures with elves. We did that with the family. And then the, on the other side, uh, we had professional t- tracks as well so that people could learn more about specific topics, the industry, something that was top of mind for them. We've had so many successes, but ultimately all comes back to the people in our community um, wanting to do good for, for one another. So I would say the biggest, biggest success is just growing the community to where it is today. And also giving you know, people in the community a chance to help others. And that's, that to me has been the busy, biggest success. All we've really done is you know, start up this, this uh, little Slack group. And ultimately, everyone else in the community has, ha- have been the ones who have you know, kept this all running. Absolutely. Now, what would you tell those who are looking to get the most out of the community? How do they get the most out of it? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing is don't be shy. You know, when you join, don't, don't be shy. Introduce yourself, share resources, join events, ask questions, ask tons of questions. And no one's going to fault you for that. Uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, we always say that there's no stupid question because at some point someone had the same question that you did. Uh, and maybe they asked it, got it answered. But there's always a time where you didn't know or someone didn't know the answer to whatever stupid question you think that it was. So don't be afraid to ask the stupid question. Um, I, I think the best way to get, get, you know, get the most out of coming and joining to the, the maintenance community is and don't be afraid. Introduce yourself and ask tons of questions. Obviously, it's, you know, it can always be very overwhelming when you join a community. There's 5,000 people in there. Uh, but really, this is a group of people that just want to help out, share the same interests and share the same profession. Excellent. Now, what is the one action you want our listeners to take away from the conversation today around online communities, online learning? What do you want them to do? I think the biggest takeaway is really that this is the new normal, right? Like this is for, for whatever reason, you know, COVID being a, a big part of that has really accelerated this transformation into the digital world. So this is part of the new normal. And if we embrace that, then we can actually do a lot more than what we thought was possible, let's call it a year year ago. And so this is is a big opportunity, a big moment for, I I think, the entire industry to step up and 
um, you know, do something big and, uh, you know, really learn from one another, join communities, um, and extend the knowledge that, that one person has, one individual has with, you know, thousands of others to again, um, do good for the industry, get more people excited by it. I think that's a big takeaway here. All right. Excellent. Now, where can people find more out about you, upkeep, the community, all those great things? Of course. You can, uh, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing, I'm very active on LinkedIn. <laughs> You've probably seen me, James. Yes. Very active on LinkedIn. Yes. I think it's my, it's my one thing. It's my one guilty pleasure I am of, of, of just getting out there and sharing what we're doing. Um, so I'm very, very active. You can find me, search for the company, Upkeep Maintenance Management. My name is Ryan Chan. You can follow me on LinkedIn directly. Um, but, but mainly we talked a lot about our community. You can also find me on the maintenance community. Shoot me a DM there. Um, it's, it's so after you go ahead and sign up on upkeep.org, go ahead and, you know, shoot me a DM directly in Slack and we'd love to connect with you, uh, share what you're working on and we'd love to help out any way, shape or form. All right. Excellent. And last question that I always got to ask, what's your favorite resources you want to share with our listeners? Community obviously is one of those. What else do you got? Um, you know, obviously it's the, the, the big resources, everything on our community. Uh, it, it's so obviously once you join our community, um, there's just a list of you know, tens, 30, 40 different webinars that we've held. There's resources that people um, have just posted, shared. These are we have um, several books that authors have come into our community and said, hey, we want to just share these these books that with you free of charge because you know, at the end of the day, like they just want to do good. So come join the community and you'll find tons of resources literally for free that in you know, these books that uh, you know, some of the authors charged, you know, $100, $200 for are just posted up on our community for free. And they do it just for... Um, trying to further this industry and get more people excited. So excited to see you on, on the community and excited to uh, share all the different resources that our community members have posted and shared with, with others. All right. Excellent. Well, Ryan, I know you are a busy person, but I appreciate you talking to us about online communities today and the online learning. I think, you know, it is here to stay. I don't think it's going away. Even if the pandemic goes away, I think this fundamentally changed how a lot of people work and these communities, online learning, it's going to be with us for the long term. So I think the more people get comfortable with it, the more we'll see the sharing, the more we'll see this, the successes with it. And I think what you've done here is fantastic. The level of interaction in that community is amazing. It's, I can't keep up with it. Uh, <laughs> I try to, but I can't. Um, but that's because so many people are asking questions and so many people are helping every, each other. And I think that's great to see. So thank you for the work you've done on this community and looking forward to uh, continuing to see it grow. Of course. And thank you so much, James, for having me on. I would like to thank you for listening and remind you that you can always find out more on maintenance, reliability, and asset management at www.iridicio.com and by following our blog. The Rooted in Reliability podcast is a proud member of the reliability.fm network. I'd like to ask you to please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. It ensures the podcast stays relevant and is easy to find by like-minded professionals. It is only with your ratings and reviews that the Rooted in Reliability podcast can continue to grow. I thank you for providing this small but critical support. We'll see you next week when we dive into another burning topic with Rooted in Reliability, your plant performance podcast.